0: you. Mm-hmm.
1: This show is created for adult audiences only. Our show notes include content warnings and other helpful information. We strongly recommend taking a moment to assess the situation before continuing. Let's begin.
0: Episode 94 The Demonic Zozo House Oklahoma City, the heart of Oklahoma, and once named one of the best places to visit by Frommer's travel and travel and leisure due to its diverse culture and its rugged western past. Despite its general attraction and inviting features, it also suffers from a dark presence that has made itself known in multiple cases. One such story involves two friends who stumble upon a lone Ouija board and use it to contact an evil spirit. Darren Evans grew up in Oklahoma City. Your average young adult making their way through life. Darren began dating a girl named Brandy. Brandy's family had been having some plumbing problems and they had to dig up some of the ground under their house. The plumber assigned to the job found an old dusty Ouija board... tucked away in a corner, lying on the ground. On top of the board sat several glass jars... filled with what appeared to be the remains of a black bird. Darren and Brandy carefully examined the pile... reported by the plumber. The couple then moved the glass jars to the side and picked up the board. Once Darren's fingers made contact, he was instantly overwhelmed by curiosity. They chose to bring the board inside the house. It sat unused for several days, till one night. Darren found himself with an idea to attempt to contact deceased and previous member of the band ACDC, Ronald Belford Bon Scott. He then lit some candles and placed the board in front of him. At first, there was no real activity. Darren didn't expect anything major, as he assumed it wouldn't work at all. At that point, the planchet began to move rapidly between the Z and the O letters on the board. This shocked and terrified Darren, causing him to jerk backward and let go of the planchet. He tried to regain control and say goodbye. The planchet, on its own, then spelled out, See you in Hell. Darren spent the following day suffering from night terrors and hearing and seeing strange things in his home. This progressed for weeks, getting so bad Darren couldn't take it anymore. He decided to hold another session with the board, and then another. And before he knew it, he was using the Ouija board daily. This caused him to suffer from lack of sleep, not eating for days on end, And a lack of overall self worth. Despite the effects he endured from using the Ouija board, Darren continued. He would keep it tucked away and locked in his closet. However, there were occasions where the board would go missing for days on end and then reappear right where he had left it. This never stopped Darren's curiosity for the board. As the years went on, Darren eventually brought in his friend Randy. He had met Randy due to their shared obsession with the band ACDC. They also shared a love for the late Bon Scott. A short while later, Darren had been working construction and uncovered some glass bottles, similar to the ones found years before. They also contained the all-too-familiar remains of a rotting blackbird. It instantly felt like everything was linked. This caused him to question if some form of witchcraft had been at play. He couldn't help from feeling a now dark energy slowly consuming the area around him. One night in 1985, Darren and Randy decided to host a session with the Ouija board. Randy, now overwhelmed with the desire to contact the late rock star, they both got into position and relaxed themselves. It wasn't long before the planchet became active. Randy immediately requested Von Scott's presence. The way the planchet spelled out each word and phrase was as if they were speaking directly to the man themselves. The response through the board suggested that the board knew the answers to every question they asked. The board then requested them light a cigarette and place it in the hole in the planchet. After agreeing to the request, the board responded by thanking them. They then watched excitedly as the cigarette appeared to smoke itself. In an instant, the board seemed to turn on them. As it aggressively spelled out, Fuck you, Randy. I will have your soul, and see you in hell. Zozo. The men quickly ended the session by saying goodbye. They then proceeded to throw the board out the second-story apartment building window. They had no intentions to ever use it again. However, it was eventually returned by the neighboring apartment. The two men found themselves falling on hard times over the years that followed. Randy developed a drinking problem and eventually divorced his wife, agreeing to share custody of their child. Despite his need to take care of himself, he continued to spiral downward. One night in 2005, Darren and Randy met to host another Ouija session. As soon as the session started, Randy asked the board when he was going to die. The board responded. In a car. At night. All alone. A short while later, Randy was killed in a head-on collision in the middle of the night. Due to the death of his best friend, Darren found himself questioning everything. His fascination of the occult and the continued desire to use the board led him to keep developing a collection of other Ouija boards. He spent his days trying to learn about Zozo, and attempt to communicate with him. During a session with his wife one night, Zozo made his way in once again. In that instant, something overtook Darren. Negative energy filled the air and Darren's eyes went dark as he turned his head to face his wife and stared at her in a wildly terrifying glare. Her heart sank as she was overtaken by fear. It took everything she had in her to focus on saying goodbye. Within a few minutes, Darren returned to normal. The days progressed, and the family found themselves hearing sounds at all hours of the night. Sometimes they would take the form of knocks and cries, while others were scratches and very loud bangs. The activity terrorized the family for a long time. It intensified and became more aggressive with each day that went by. This led the family to decide to section off one of their bedrooms in the house as a safe room. One night, Darren was awakened by an overwhelming fear for he and his family's safety. He needed to get them all into the safe room. When he ran to the stairs, his daughter was standing at the foot of them. He watched as an unseen force lifted her into the air and took the child. Darren followed the sound of his daughter's muffled screams. This eventually led him to the basement. He then busted through the door, breaking it in the process, and was able to rescue his child and bring her back to the safe room. It was at this time the family had endured all they could. They decided to pack up, and leave the home in hopes of relieving themselves of the demonic force that had attempted to separate the family. They eventually moved to a new home and had created a new life for themselves. Despite the lull in activity and things returning to normal, Darren's curiosity still plagued him. One day in 2009, he submitted a post to a forum describing everything that had happened to him and his family in their home. To Darren's surprise, many others replied by sharing their own stories. They each spoke of a demonic force that had attached itself to their families. This further solidified Darren's questions and interest in the activity. Many cases were very similar to Darren's, and he realized he was not alone. Throughout history, humankind has battled with some form of darkness or other. Many have reported a demonic presence wreaking havoc on a home, or even being so consumed by a dark energy or force, one finds themselves the subject of demonic possession. Regardless of the nature of the activity, many are drawn to it or curious where it comes from. Like in the story, Darren's obsession with learning about Zozo and the activity that took place in his home only made him more curious and determined to find the answers. The strange and unsettling continued to pique the interest of millions. The desire to seek answers to some of life's biggest questions plagued the best of us. However, sometimes it can be difficult to know where the line exists and how finally it can be straddled. I will leave you with this, dear campers. If you ever find yourself seated in front of a Ouija board and making contact with the unliving, should Zozo introduce itself, please say goodbye and cease use of the board immediately. Welcome, campers, to Campfire Tales of the Strange and Unsettling
1: we're your hosts i'm ryan and i'm jordan and now the debrief dude this one's intense
0: this yeah 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 this is one uh this is, this is a strange one yeah. we've talked about ouija boards and you know the use of them has has been in several stories that we've that we've told yeah absolutely but never uh, never like an obsession yeah with well, with the board itself
1: yeah not with the board itself we we did talk about in the possession of Estefania Gutierrez Lazaro. We that started with Ouija board. That's also. true. Yeah.
0: They didn't they like bring it to school and had yeah. to use like a cup as a planchet or something and yep. yeah.
1: You think that was Zozo? It might have been. You know, honestly like yeah. it's it's weird.
0: Um because the more the more you dive into this and this quote-unquote zozo thing that uh that darren and everybody had come upon and talked to um and darren spent years and i even know um you know up till now has been focusing on learning who this thing is and what it does and where it comes from and you know what what it entails right so like i think uh you know there there's definitely been a lot of a lot of essentially reports of similar cases of similar names and things like that, which we'll definitely talk to yeah. as we dive in here. Um, but I think it's possible, you know, because, but I'm trying to remember if we ever learned of any like demonic name in in that story, I don't remember if no, we did.
1: We didn't. Okay. Cause there was no, there was never any speech like, right. They okay. didn't, they didn't even really have a chance for the Ouija session to get going. Like, they had just started when, um... Didn't the
0: one girl get hurt or something? I can't remember. I'm so drawing a blank right now, yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) What what happened was they're using the glass. They're in the basement of their school, and then right after they start, a teacher walks in. That's right. And they, they end up dropping the glass. Like, the glass hits the floor, and when it breaks she breathes something in the people saw her breathe like some kind of smoke in That's or something it. like that yeah yeah I knew it had and, to uh,
0: something had to happen with the glass being yeah. broken but yep. Okay. yeah
1: cause the glass breaks and she like gasps, gasps right. and sucks in whatever whatever it was huh. and then her whole life falls apart you, and she ends I mean, up in a and dies right <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: go listen to it <laughs>
0: And then it just takes a turn for the absolute worst.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. You should check it out. It's a lot of fun. Uh um, the the <laughs> twist, honestly, the twist to that, because some you know, you might assume as the listener, if you haven't heard that story, that I just like spoiled the whole thing. But the really fucked up part of that story happens after she dies. So yeah. go listen. Agreed. Yeah.
0: Agreed. Yeah, it's um, a sad story though. It really is.
1: It is. It is very sad. It is very sad. But it has some spooks in it for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's a good one. You know what I couldn't help but think about through this whole, this whole story. What's that? Have you ever listened to the show Scared to Death, Dan Cummins' podcast?
0: I think I think I've listened to like maybe an episode.
1: Yeah. So but... they have a they have an inside joke on their show. He and his wife are the hosts, um, but very early on in the show they i think they covered this i think it was probably in their first 40 or so episodes they covered this story and ever since then they've referred to like to dummies and stories that keep going back over and over and over again and like won't leave the house won't leave a haunted house and won't get away from whatever it is they refer to them as a darren I mean, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm yeah.
0: It makes perfect sense. Like this guy, this guy's obviously he's hooked. uh, He's hooked. Yeah. He's hooked. Yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah. So they're always like, don't be a Darren.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I like it for sure. Well, in this case, please do not be a Darren (laughs) because absolutely
1: don't ever be a Darren.
0: Otherwise, you're going to meet a Zozo.
1: That's true. And I love... I um, don't think I love you how, want that. Because I've... Okay, so I've heard this story... I've definitely heard this story before, but it was a really long time ago. And I've heard like vague references to it yeah. ever since then. But the one thing that I know comes from this is people who use Ouija boards a lot, people who talk about it, they often... They often use the term the rainbow effect... Right. Yep. And that's the Z O Z O Z O, right? Yeah the like
0: it's like an yeah. arch it's, it's yes. like an arch back and forth, yeah. Um yeah. Yeah, and we, it
1: freaks those people out. Yeah. We actually <laughs> talked about
0: uh the rainbow effect in this and different uh like figure eights are uh like the kind of like an infinite. Yep, exactly. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's another popular one.
1: Yeah, that shit freaks Ouija people out. The rainbow effect. Oh uh, we're like, No 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 no
0: We will get into <laughs> we're going to end this off with, how do you know if you ever come upon a Zozo?
1: Okay. Awesome.
0: So yeah, we'll get there.
1: All right. Okay. So rewinding all the way back. So they find this Ouija board buried.
0: Yeah. So, uh, Darren, his, his girlfriend, you know, they're, they're young. They're recently, recently dating and everything. Um, end up, uh, finding this Ouija board buried under her house. When they're doing some plumbing work, and okay, so I feel,
1: I feel like it's a pretty, pretty obvious choice to not touch a fucking Ouija board that you find buried. Like if it's buried, someone buried it for a reason.
0: Okay. On top of that, <laughs> no pun intended, because on top of the Ouija board,
1: <laughs> literally. there's
0: literally glass jars, bottles, with like the remains of a dead black bird or like a crow. Ugh. See. Like that to me it board. screams like okay. Like maybe we should take I, I don't know, I don't know if I'd even like take want to take that out. No. I mean, maybe like come and have some type of higher some somebody that believes in a higher power come and you know cleanse yeah, your house or shit. something. Right, yeah. yeah. Um uh, because I mean, like that's obviously I mean, there. That's very sus, right?
1: That's some old school like hex
0: magic. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. And it's not till later that Darren's like, "Well, I wonder if witchcraft is at play." (laughs) Fucking dumb. He happens upon some more bottles with some dead dead birds. So, yeah, fucking that that makes sense. Makes sense now. Yeah, I mean, come on, bud. Like, (laughs) (laughs) catch up. Exactly. But yeah, he.
1: (laughs) He makes this horrible decision to bring this Ouija board into his house. Yep. I put in my notes, a buried Ouija board. Fuck that. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But um, he brings it into his house. And to contact, of all people, Bon Scott.
0: Well, he waits waits a couple of days. You got to give him credit for that. He does (laughs) wait, you know. Yeah. Doesn't immediately jump the gun, but (laughs) yeah, he decides... (laughs) Out of everybody that you could, you could possibly contact, not like a long lost relative or Or somebody like, you know, actually worth the shit. Yeah. No, he's going to contact a deceased (laughs) member of (laughs) ACDC. I apologize if any of you are going to
1: say it. I'm going to get it out of the way right now. Okay. ACDC, worst classic rock band of all time.
0: I'm honestly I, they're definitely one of them. I'll give you that. If
1: not if not the worst, the most annoying. ACDC is the most annoying classic rock band of all time.
0: Yeah. Well, again, if any of you are diehard ACDC fans, you have to leave the show and not listen again, thank you for all that you've at least you know given us yeah. thus far
1: <laughs> thanks for listening so far but if you're a huge acdc fan we'd honestly rather not have you as a listener i'm kidding no that that I'm is kidding, a joke of course no yeah we apologize of for offending is.
0: anybody obviously that's that's no. not our goals um it's okay we have, if you like, we have our preferences right
1: yeah and if you like AC/DC, fucking sweet i'm sure we listen to stuff that you wouldn't want to listen to also i'm sure there's um, listeners that like nickelback too yeah, I guarantee it if you like ACDC that we like some stuff you wouldn't like. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> but
0: I mean, one of my yeah. biggest guilty pleasures is poison.
1: Sure. Poison. Hair metal. Especially
0: Talk Dirty to Me is my favorite yeah. poison song. So yeah. if that's not a guilty pleasure, I don't know what what is that's outside true. of my... Well, go and listen to the pre-show on Patreon to yeah, find out absolutely. what else I was going to discuss. We won't talk about <laughs> it here.
1: Yeah. Um... You always had a weird hair metal thing.
0: Yeah, I always did. I mean, like, I I yeah. grew up, you know, I grew up with uh, like parents of of course that grew up through the '80s and like yeah. still listened to a lot of a lot of that stuff growing up, and you know, it was uh, and yeah. Rat
1: and all those bands. I mean,
0: a lot of great stuff, and then of course like Motley stuff like Crew. Cheap Trick and Journey and you know a lot of a lot of bands like that. Yeah,
1: I was into it all for sure. I'll, I'll get down on some journey oh dude for sure for sure I, lo- I love me some journey but yeah that like super flare like flashy yeah. hair metal yeah. I I struggle with that stuff honestly yeah. I mean yeah but yeah you know. it's,
0: it's yeah everybody has their has their preferences and for, for some sure. reason everybody in the 80s
1: apparently everybody in the 80s liked their men dressed like prom queens yeah yeah there you go yeah for sure yeah. Yeah. That's okay. That's fine. I just yeah. like it's, it's stuck in my head that like he went through all this shit just to talk to the most <laughs> annoying rock vocalist in history. Yeah,
0: no, I, I I I agree. And I find that just the funniest bit about this entire thing is yeah. again, I mean, anybody cool throughout history that you could try to make contact with, you're like, uh oh, but I just want to talk to A C D C Yeah. Like, exactly. <laughs> come on, man, get your shit together. <laughs> oh
1: Christ. The Ouija board doesn't even have a lightning bolt on it. <laughs> they can't even type their own band name. Nope. Um, type. Um, yeah, I cause also... Ouija boards <laughs> type. <tight. laughs> <Yeah>, exactly. <laughs> I actually I, um,
0: thought about that a lot as I was writing this, like letters on, I always, like, I always say like, letters on the keyboard, you yeah. know, and talking, you know, just general. And then yeah. instead I'm, I'm like letters on the board. Board. I had to like stop just it board. and just board and just use board for a while because otherwise I kept thinking keyboard
1: Um, I also put in my notes here later when he becomes you know he makes friends with Randy because they're, Bo both, they're both super into ACDC right, right. And that's yeah. what they bond on I put in my notes this is actually the worst thing that can come from listening to ACDC <laughs> which is impressive <laughs>
0: yeah well (laughs) hey i mean somebody out there there was somebody out there he was shared his interest in wanting to use a legion board to contact like (laughs) oh come on
1: out of all Uh, things
0: like i can't get over that literally just can't get over it
1: i know it's so silly anyhow we'll
0: move on we'll move on i
1: mean Lots of people have done seances to like talk to like Janis Joplin and Jimi Hendrix and you know what I mean like all I feel these, like, like you're
0: just looking for like somebody that's going to give you a front row pass to the devil to make a deal at a crossroads,
1: <laughs> right? Exactly, like they already have a connection built right, in. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Never. I mean, never. Go ahead. I,
0: ACDC had to have made a deal. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, they sure fucking did. <sighs> I'll quit. I'll quit. I was gonna say, never use a Ouija board to contact any of the Twenty Seven Club, because those people were hundred percent contract with the devil. Those like, that's like, that's my main, that's my main theory for that club Twenty Seven shit. All those artists yeah. who died at Twenty Seven. Like, that's the cutoff. You make a deal with the devil, you get to be, like... I mean, that's, like, a, a massive star until you're 27. And right, then you're done.
0: and who all's in that? Uh, that's... Isn't that... Uh, Kurt Cobain? Well, yeah.
1: That uh, well, was Janis it? Joplin, Buddy Holly, one of them. I don't know if he was I 27 I thought he was 20-something. Not. I'm pretty sure Bon Scott was, like, 113 when he died, so...
0: <laughs> I don't know, maybe. But regardless, yeah. Yeah. No, it, it makes sense, yeah.
1: I mean, Amy Winehouse oh uh, yeah she's yeah, in it she's also, another one mm-hmm. yeah there's a bunch
0: yeah it's un, it's really unfortunate which and a lot of them also hit their like huge I mean you know hit that huge following after the fact
1: yeah that's true Jim Morrison he was in it mm. also from the doors yeah
0: that's crazy wow
1: now we've talked to, oh the first one of course Robert Johnson right like he's the the old blues guy he's the he's the I'm trying originator to, I'm trying to of think the, who that was he's the crossroads demon guy he's like well known for there being rumors that he made a, the deal with the devil he was like the first one i back mean in the 30s
0: imagine where that started somebody's just like pissed off because this guy is like really good at doing something like i bet he yep. made a deal with the devil and everybody's like oh my god you're
1: probably right <laughs> yeah that's definitely it,
0: because that makes so much sense.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't know, but definitely don't use Ouija boards to talk to these people. No, no, I mean, because you're you're just one step removed from fucking ultimate evil.
0: Yeah, I I think it's like you're you're going about it a very like childish way. First of all. I mean, sure. anytime you're using a Ouija board, and as most people will tell you, you have to be in the, the right mindset for it, you have to have a lot of other things that line up, and you have to be very serious about it. I'm sure they were serious about their ACDC, but,
1: like, yeah. you know, I mean... Same with all magic, right? right. It's all about yeah. set and setting.
0: Exactly, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I just feel like they they were just like, Who, who's awesome? Who's awesome? <laughs> who's awesome? Who's <laughs> awesome?
1: That guy, that guy's awesome. Yeah, awesome. Let's do it. Who fucking rules, dude? <laughs> Let's see if we can get him on the line. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Jesus, Murphy. Sandeem has high school football rules. <laughs> okay, I did have a, a real question. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, immediately after, or pretty early on, after he brings the Ouija board in, you said he started seeing things in the house.
0: Yeah, so he started to kind of experience, like, this, uh, this kind of weird, um, thing where he would, like, he would be in his head, and, and I don't know if it, maybe he was having a lot of, like, headaches and stuff like that, but he started to kind of, like, see, like, the walls would start to move, and he was seeing okay. shadows, and he, he was hearing, like, just random sounds throughout the house that were out of, out of place. Right? Okay. Um...
1: But yeah, and So I th- like a vaguely poltergeist like yeah. activity.
0: Oh, yeah. Very okay. very poltergeist, for sure.
1: Okay. Nice. Mm-hmm. Right.
0: So it, you know, it makes you question like whether this is just all like maybe this emotional effect that this has had on him. Mm-hmm. Opening himself up to this this energy that's literally draining him. You know, that's uh yeah, that's causing him to like hallucinate or experience the you know, these especially like if he's having headaches and you're seeing things i mean that could be it could it could be just the toll that it's taking on him
1: yeah it could be anxiety right exactly yeah yeah i mean you can literally chalk all that up to a panic attack right yeah absolutely yeah i mean we've talked about panic attacks before Yeah. like i've i've definitely had panic attacks so so bad that like yeah yeah, that it changes the world around you Mm -hmm. for sure
0: yeah. yeah i've definitely been there too so
1: the room feels smaller the fucking the lights get brighter like yeah mm-hmm.
0: the yeah. air becomes a physical yes solid object
1: yes yeah, yeah. you're like gulping it down like it's water
0: mm-hmm. yeah Ugh. so I, I could see that being a lot of what's going on here yeah For i sure. mean that's that's pretty that's pretty easy to you know or again we've just got just you run-of-the-mill poltergeist activity because he's opened up a portal. For he's opened bon up Scott. this, like, gate, right? <laughs> bon Scott, man. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I hope he was worth it.
1: <laughs> of course he wasn't. Okay, so he makes friends with Randy. Yeah. Right. Bob Bandy. Yep. Classic. Um, You mentioned that they knew or that... Somehow they perceived that like they were talking to Bon Scott.
0: Yes, yeah, I so, wondered
1: like how do you spell in an Australian accent?
0: Like it was like, <laughs> hey mate, like you know it was like <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, like it, it
0: was spelled like you would you would hear it right? Okay, I mean almost like so down he was to using the lingo, right? Yeah, like you okay. you're literally sounding out the way that somebody like somebody's accent is. Yeah. The way that they enunciate so spelled, different, right, exactly.
1: Spelled phonetically. Yeah. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah.
0: yeah, that's that's how they were like, oh, wow, Bon Scott was Australian too.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, they knew. <laughs> Must be him. Um, I will say, the cigarette trick, if that really happened, is it's the coolest thing Bon cool. Scott ever did. Yeah,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> It's number one on the list. I don't
0: think it was Bon Scott, though, bud.
1: You don't think so? Uh No. Well, it's not even close to the coolest thing the devil ever did. (laughs) (laughs) It is a pretty
0: cool, pretty cool, uh, you know, pretty cool thing. Yeah.
1: It is. To see that in person would be fucking mind blowing. Let's not pretend. Yeah. It would like, cause the Ouija board is very like, it's, it's never sure. You're never, you can never be a hundred percent sure when you're using the Ouija board with other people. You can never be 100% exactly. sure.
0: Unless you're watching that plan ship move on its own.
1: Yes. So the cigarette thing would be like another level.
0: Yeah, it'd be a cool part of the trick if nothing else.
1: Right, exactly. That's like some Madame Blavatsky shit. Yeah, they've got like right? actually
0: like a little like air pump underneath. That they just... <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's awesome.
1: Yeah. Like those weird, um, those weird experiments they do where they like suck... They're yeah, like, the hair out of the two yes. full <laughs> CD. Yeah, exactly. You can see all the tar on the yeah. fucking napkins or whatever. That's like yeah. the shit
0: that they teach you in high school, then half these people like as soon as they walk out of the school, the first thing you do is light up a cigarette.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Nothing like being taught like abstinence by a guy whose leg is shaking the entire time and he's tearing <laughs> little pieces of paper the whole time because he hasn't had a cigarette in forty five minutes.
0: Yeah. Also used to be a uh meal stripper
1: yeah that's true uh ah, rest in peace goldenrod one of the best he one of the best. one of the best yes without absolutely a doubt. Mm-hmm. yep
0: I would give you that always one of my favorites and yeah one of my favorite people as a person who's just so down yeah. to earth and awesome fantastic yeah, he 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 you know, he had his uh he had his quirks
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah he shepherded us through the night through experiencing nine eleven yeah we were mm. in his classroom when that happened.
0: Man, I I remember so much about that day. Yeah. That was a that
1: was a day. I just I always think of him when I think of that because mm. I I think he handled that like beautifully that day. And like we were asshole kids. We were what, freshmen? Yeah, freshmen and uh Yeah. Yeah, and, 2001. You know. And it was so much to handle emotionally that we were making jokes and like you I mean, know yeah. anything trying, not to like yeah man yeah. you
0: gotta you gotta make light of a terrible yeah. situation if you can right yeah I mean, that's, exactly I guess that's my way of coping with a lot of a lot yeah. of things which probably is maybe not the best certainly. approach but
1: you know <laughs> certainly when we were fifteen that's right. how we oh, yeah. handled something like out. that mm-hmm. you know anything to not feel the weight of what we were watching happen live yeah. in front of us you know but like. He was, he was awesome during that, that like, and that was our first year knowing him. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. And like that, I think really set the tone for my like level of the level of respect I had for him all through high school.
0: Mine was when we, when we got into theater and he ended up joining us for a couple of plays or a couple of productions and just so cool to hang out with after school. And he was like one of those teachers, like you could talk to him like your buddy because he didn't give a shit.
1: Yeah, and he was yeah. a fantastic teacher too. At the same yes. time, like yeah, yeah. Same with our our high school art teacher. He was just like that too. Yeah, I mean,
0: there was there were a few was, of them. There were a few of them yeah. that were you know that I will always appreciate for just making that experience not not suck. <laughs> yeah, I love yeah, high Ron school was though. The best. But yeah, for sure. Yeah. Anyhow, I don't think this is us reminiscing about high school and teachers. And, yeah, you know but yeah. regardless yes i i know exactly what you mean
1: i just since he was mentioned i w- i yeah. had to say you know he was fantastic agreed agreed i miss him for sure
0: every day man <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh that 15 year old <laughs> instinct to make light of sad situations hasn't gone away after <laughs> all
0: <laughs> anyhow zozo uh-huh I I found it very difficult to not call him Bozo. Yeah. Or just say Zug Zug all the time because that's that's a Warcraft
1: reference. (laughs) He probably wouldn't like that.
0: Maybe not. But he has gone, I mean, it has been known uh, for people that encounter him to know essentially different variations of the name. Okay. Um, So sometimes it's Zozo. Uh, sometimes it's, uh, Zoso, uh, right. sometimes it's Zuzu, Zaza, or even Mama. Okay. And so, yeah, those have been the, I guess the different, different variations of people have, have said during their experiences, that's what it was, but they all come back to being the same type of experience. And that's why everybody believes that it is one and one in the, the same,
1: same. Right. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense.
0: Now, the word Zozo, um we're we're gonna kinda talk about this a little bit. This is gonna be kinda just what brings this to life a little bit more. So an old
1: Are you? Are you gonna talk about the evil Z? We're gonna talk about everything. Okay, cool. So I and, love I love entomology, so um Yeah. Etymology, I mean, not it, bugs, it, words. It is
0: etymology, right. Yeah. No, we will we will talk about it. <laughs> the evil Z. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Or Z. Yeah. For our non US friends. I actually say Zed most of the time in my work because that's mainly yeah. who I talk to. So, all right. Anyhow, regardless, Zozo in old Basque language loosely translates to blackbird or crow. Which is one of the weird things with the tie ends and them finding yeah. this, like these jars of
1: blackbirds or crows, yeah. whatever. Fucking hex
0: magic. And the Zo people of Haiti. Actually, practice a form of voodoo that used um, essentially horrific sacri- uh, scarification. Right, um, so they would do like do these crazy like scarings to people's bodies, um, as well as using the intake and passing of bodily fluids and um, different rituals and things like that. And their witch doctors were actually referred to as zozo.
1: There is. There's actually a a documentary on, um, it's a National Geographic documentary that you can, you can get on, if you have Disney Plus, just go to National Geographic section. All right. All that. But it's called My Body, My Life. And they talk about that, that process, that drive actually. Nice. That does the like super intricate scarification yeah, yeah it's they're, wild. they're insane for sure yep. it's like imagine the like craziest head-to-toe tattoo job but it's scarification mm-hmm. like it's which yeah, man it's that insane. would be
0: so painful like how... yeah
1: and they do it like slowly over the course of like a a boy's coming of age right they'll like they start they start at the top of the head when they're like 11 or 12 and they do it, like, they do a session every day until they're, like, 15, 16, 15 or 16. So it just becomes, like, an everyday thing. They sit down for an hour and get worked on. That just
0: sounds awful. And nothing yeah. that I would ever want to experience.
1: Yeah. It's it's wild. But it's really cool, like, aesthetically, it's, it's really interesting to see the, like, really older, elder members of the tribe that you know they're like they've started getting wrinkles and right yeah all that and it's around the wrinkles kind of form around the scarification so it like it looks really really pronounced on the older yeah members yeah anyway sorry
0: no it's it, it yeah. is it's really cool and it looks neat but i think just yeah. like the whole idea behind it is awful it's brutal yeah it's brutal for sure Now, so as I was saying, their witch doctors are actually referred to as Zozo. And they even wear demonic, uh, like this, like demonic looking, these demonic looking masks and things like that as part of their death ritual. Um, So during the death ritual, as the person's dying, they lift up their mask to breathe in the person's final breath as they die. And they do this to absorb essentially the soul of the person... And to make them become more powerful, yeah, which is pretty damn gnarly too.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it is, yeah. Um, yeah, it's death magic, man. I know it's, it's yeah, it's intense. It's
0: it's some some way out there shit for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Their Zozo and Malay language translates to essentially wandering spirit. It's, wow, wandering spirit. Um, there are people believed to soul, people's soul steal people's souls while they sleep. Okay. And it's said that Zozo is supposed to be the Minister of Deception. Um, and has been known to convince those that it contacts as being a deceased loved one or a friend or, you know, they exactly they they start (laughs) this they start these uh sessions as very light very um you know positive and things like that before things do take a turn
1: giving you exactly what you want right in the beginning
0: so people actually say when they make contact with zozo they state that the session begins calm friendly and inviting at the start and eventually becomes more dangerous and terrifying leaving those even once they say goodbye to feel like there's something still with them uh they start to suffer from depression and you know lack of self-worth and things like that um demonic obsession it is yeah it's demonic obsession which yeah we'll we'll kind of talk about too um yeah which is i mean like that just doesn't sound appealing no in the first place
1: you know, which, yeah. I mean, there's nothing good about this. No, not, at all. not at all. Yeah. There are no positives in this experience overall. Now, Darren did do, I mean, he he
0: did a lot looking into this. Like I said, I mean, it's been something to this day he's been working on, shedding light on, um, and learning as much as he can. He actually reached out to a famous de- uh, demonology expert, John Zaffis. Uh, that told him basically, in his full whole forty years of experience at that point in the subject matter, the name Zozo had come up many times throughout the years. Okay. and some cases it's said that he's claimed to be the son of Satan himself, whereas others suggest that Zozo is basically a an entity, an ancient entity that comes from a time before the founding of Christianity. And yeah. so, it's that, yeah. That I'm, makes more sense to me. Agreed. Agreed for sure. Yeah.
1: I think you and I both agree that, like, <clears throat> I think at least we agree that, like, if there is this, like, eternal battle of good and evil going on, right? On, like, some other plane, I think that it vastly predates human religion. Oh, yeah. Right? I agree. It, yeah. like, like, um, and probably each religion is maybe understanding a tiny percentage of what the actual, you know, full picture would be.
0: Yeah, I, I think so. I think so. I mean, and I think a lot of this, you know, stems from these ancient periods. And I mean, this is, yeah, from way before any of this was ever developed and there was yeah. any type of, you know, this, I guess christianity religion i mean I've, there's always been deities and things like that throughout you know throughout history regardless there's been something yeah. to believe for sure um but yeah like i think i i think a lot of this does predate a lot of that agreed and that's what makes it even more creepy too
1: yeah ancient evil exactly right yeah what's scarier than that right <laughs> absolutely not <laughs> right um a lot of uh a lot
0: of uh, so a lot of people state that um in the movie the exorcist the uh the writer as as he was writing the film uh essentially was said to use zozo as the inspiration for pazuzu which is the the demon in the in the movie and um it was also said that uh zozo it was was also said to be the demon that essentially or yeah possessed roland doe in the 1960s um and his original form essentially is said to be uh it was a tariff essentially quote unquote terrifying first first form that appeared in neo Assyrian period between 934 and 610 bc damn um. Okay. yeah it was said that he had a monstrous liony head with horns clawed hands a scorpion tail
1: and two sets of wings a Syrian chimera
0: yeah I mean, that's what it sounds yeah. like right
1: yeah. yeah yeah that's um definitely predates Christianity there <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean a little bit yeah yeah just a bit which is yeah that's I mean that's that's awesome I like that I like having this you know, essentially back because uh, i mean you know from what we know is it, very limited obviously we we can't go back and be like oh yeah he was born on you know at uh denver hospital at three fourteen a.m <laughs> wearing 13 pounds and 75 ounces Jeez, like <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know, like yeah you know, we can't you know, we yeah. don't have that available right you know of course so just vague reference right yeah And the demon Zozo is also mentioned in the French Demonic Encyclopedia as one of the demons responsible for diabolic possession and corruption. Um, There was a young girl that was possessed in 1816 and is noted um, as an actual documented possession case where Zozo, among other demons, were present. But it was actually documented in 1816. Zozo's being one of the ones there.
1: You know, growing up, you know, watching The Exorcist, later when we were teens, like, seeing, like, oh, what was that, The Exorcism of Emily Rose, and, like, right. all the, you know, Exorcism movies were huge in the early 2000s. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there they, were a ton of them. They right?
0: were. Stigmata but was just, one of yeah, my favorites.
1: Yeah. yeah, that one was awesome. Um, but having just, like, a vague understanding of Exorcism, I was shocked to find when we started the show and I started like digging into them. Those like old school orthodox exorcisms. Yeah. They they would talk about there being like dozens or hundreds of demons inside of a yeah. of a of a person. Like which is something I never really thought about mm-hmm. before. You know what I mean? Was... I thought like one demon one girl. <laughs> you know right. What I mean? yeah. like, no
0: there was a case i was gonna do and i think it was the one that actually inspired the emily rose case or the emily rose movie um where there were i mean there were a lot of a lot of them present uh you know they would come forth and they were known for their different things too yeah you know which is just insane
1: like that's how it was in in the one we covered the the exorcism or the possession of michael taylor yeah that's how it was not that too, because they go all night pulling demons out of this guy and they're like, We're tired. Go home and we'll get the last three. And then later we find out the three that they left in him was like murder, insanity, and something else. Right. Hatred. And then he goes home and murders his wife. And that um, was the
0: one where he just started being sad and oh went God. to like the church group, yeah. right? And yes. affected his whole like thoughts and views and manipulated him into
1: yeah into thinking he was possessed i think yeah. it was
0: actually them that influenced him
1: i agree yeah. i agree yeah that's a fucked up case it was it that really gave was. Me nightmares yeah so, it
0: was it was pretty gnarly yeah. man pretty gnarly
1: if you if you want nightmares go back and check that one out <laughs> for sure it's great
0: now there are more modern day cases where zozo has been mentioned uh, there was a case in 1972, um, uh, one by the name of Dora Splither, in Los Angeles, a possession case. The Enfield Poltergeist in uh, 1977, which is one of the Conjuring movies, is based off of. Uh, in the UK, classic, um, and as recent as 2012, where a possession case led to uh, an attempted murder. Um okay. I don't have the specific or pos- well, specific name on that one. So, okay, now. You want to talk about the demonic Z or Zed? Sure. Okay. Sure. Uh, Cause I mean, this is as we're going, we might as well. So there are, uh, so th- there are people that claim when they contact Zozo that they're often asked to chant or say specific phrases in Latin, in which interestingly, interestingly enough. It's said that the letter Z or Z was removed from the original Latin alphabet because it was considered too evil when pronouncing.
1: Yeah, it's a mimic.
0: It caused the person's face to uh, who was using the letter to display an almost evil grimacing look and mimic the letter S like an evil twin. Yep. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. They talked about yeah. Z as like the doppelganger of S. Yeah. Right. That it was like this bizarro like reverse. Yeah they people man it's superstition just ruled the day I
0: know dude like if that's not a lot of stitches
1: then I don't know what else is that's a whole bunch of stitches (laughs) Um, no but like you you kind of have to give it to you know ancient cultures because if something made them feel weird they're like fuck that get it out of here yeah we don't need it like and honestly if you say the letter Z You really do grimace. You have to grimace to say it.
0: Yeah. It's, it's legit. Yeah. 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 It's, it's super legit. And that's, uh, and that's, it's just, it's also really funny at the same time.
1: Yeah. I mean, obviously in the modern times we would hear that and like, it's a fucking letter, dude. Right. Calm down. Right. Yeah. But like, it's, I mean, they were developing language, right? So like they, some made it and some didn't for various reasons. And I wonder if some of liked. the
0: others that didn't make it.
1: Yeah, right? <laughs> I'd like to see a list, but um except the list literally couldn't exist because if it did, they would have made it.
0: <laughs> That's true. <laughs> right? Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. There's no no winning yeah. that one. So, all right. That's true. <laughs> um but yeah, it's they had to make a choice, right? Yeah. On what made it and what didn't. Mhm. Languages that are closer to Latin, closer to the ancient Latin, you see a lot of spelling where in America we use a Z, they use an S, right? Like realize the word realize.
0: Yeah. I mean even in the UK.
1: Yeah. yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. the UK and Australia and mm-hmm. India, they lots of lots of S's where Zs go Which for us. I mean that
0: Honestly, it makes more sense
1: in yeah. the spelling. the to Z throw is kind in of a random Z, right? Yeah.
0: So, how does one know if they've made contact with a Zozo or with Zozo, whatever you think Zozo is? So, first, number one, the planchet will move on its own. You can sit back; it's on. It's on autopilot.
1: Okay.
0: Secondly you'll see it move back and forth between the letters Z and O. That's a pretty dead giveaway. Yeah.
1: Right? Zo, 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 zo.
0: Over and over. And specifically in a rainbow shape. Like we talked about, the rainbow effect, that arching. And then sometimes it can be, it can move in like repeating figure eight movements. You know, essentially. That infinity symbol. an infinity, right. Yep. And, as we talked about earlier, it can also come as different variations of the name Zozo. Uh, So, like, before Zozo, Zaza, Zuzu, Mama. I mean, you know, just different variations of it. But, again, all said to be the same, one and the same. And then, they'll often, after that point, people start to see shadows in their home. uh, Especially around the area where the the game, while the session was hosted. (laughs) Um, and the other thing is when you say goodbye and this is always important make sure you always say goodbye but with the Zozo most of the time it's not actually goodbye yeah I so, mean you're left
1: with a feeling like you're still connected exactly right.
0: so sometimes enough time will have taken place for that demonic energy to manifest leading to demonic obsession and that's specifically yeah. this case with With Darren Evans, that's where that led demonic obsession to the point where this thing was so focused on him as a person, as you know, and feeding into his need to know more as well. Like just this constant back and forth, basically. And then sometimes again, you know, that isolates you and brings you down enough to where it turns into an actual case of
1: possession. Which I would argue I would argue it actually did with darren
0: i mean In the, there was the one scene where he's yes. doing a session with his wife yep and then zozo shows that they're there you know spells out zozo Yep. and all of a sudden like it's like just everything turns dark like this this yeah. overwhelming feeling of darkness like surrounds the engulfs the area basically and then darren's eyes basically go black you know he's going into this almost like trance like like state and stares at his wife and yeah. just this almost like menacing glare
1: yeah and the wife talks the the wife I'm like the more we talk about this the more I'm remembering but like I the the wife talked about like seeing so like to her it was like someone was looking at her through his eyes like she could tell someone else was there right
0: exactly it was no yeah. longer him in that moment
1: yeah so that, I mean, that's full-on possession, even that if is. it only lasted yeah. 30 seconds. You know what I mean?
0: Agreed. I mean, something something else was in control for that period of time. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. I mean, at that point, like, especially when that happened, that should have been, like, big, this is stopped. You know, we're stopping here. This is never happening again. Yeah. But you, I mean, you got to give it to this dude. He stayed. He stayed into it, man. Um, I'm not giving
1: him shit. He's a dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> like... That, that shit is ridiculous, dude. I feel like, especially after hearing the story with him and his daughter... Yeah, right? Like, I feel like, with his history, the Ouija board should have been like a motorcycle. Like, when you have a kid, you're done. Yeah, I, I mean, Get I agree. I agree with that. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, those days are over. Yeah. It's... Man.
0: But, yeah. in this case, that... That it only made only made him more curious, yeah. And so he goes Ridiculous. on. He eventually releases a book called "The Zozo Phenomenon." Um, he's appeared on numerous shows. Ghost Adventures is, has been in the house and done uh, did a uh, stay there and everything. Um, a lot yep. of paranormal inv- uh, investigative groups have went in the house and did like seventy two hour stays, and we've gotten a lot of uh, activity in the house as well. Um, and of course he's done a lot of podcasts and panels and things like that, where he talks about his history with Zozo. Um, and that's where I wonder, we've gotten. Did, it,
1: did any of the paranormal investigators use a Ouija board while they were there? I I believe uh I believe almost all of them have.
0: Okay. Um, good. Yeah, because I, I mean that's one of the biggest things is yeah obviously the use but- of the
1: board. But you know, paranormal investigation for a long time there was fully getting away from any of that type uh, of right, stuff yeah. and going all you know all Which, gadgets.
0: I like I like having I like having that back. You know, things like like yeah. that back in Me the mix. Too. I think uh,
1: yeah, just Ouija adds, boards and tarot cards. Yeah, and, oh yeah, like, for sure. Bring it all. Mm-hmm. You can have your gadgets too. Oh, I like I like a mix of both. Agree. You now. Agree for sure.
0: Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean that's that's one of the big biggest things. I mean, yeah, he's went on and held this obsession for all these years and i, wonder I mean, if he still
1: gets on the board if he what i wonder if he still gets on the board see
0: i'm not sure there was a there's an inactive site that he used to he used to frequent well it was his site he used to post literally daily and hasn't okay. uh hasn't hasn't had much activity over the years um but he's still like i said he's still doing a lot of like podcasts and um all the groups that come out and you know tour the house and stuff like that. Like yeah, so he's he's still very, very much in you know part of it all, right? We um, should
1: have him on for a fireside chat. <laughs> let's, let's do it.
0: Dude, I'll send the email. All right, go for it. Go uh, for it. Yeah. Um okay. but yeah, so that's that's one of the one of the other things. Now my question here. Um so my question here is when we when we talk about zozo there's a lot of belief behind it and a lot of people that speculate stating that essentially darren had made it up right and this was essentially like an uh an irigor or tulpa if you will like something like that like something that was manifested because he put all this out there and then started talking about what happened and then other people started to share like similar experiences and this built on to yes. this thing developing it more and more you know allowing it to like gain that much more uh you know that power. much more life and that much more power right yeah. exactly and so yeah that does make me kind of question um you know, kind of question it, but you know we do have these that's where we talk about the this kind of history behind the name and you know these yeah. different things throughout history that have been related to this or uh, shared the name like the the witch doctors from you know from that from that tribe um, yeah. you know things like that and then Zozo being in this old demonic encyclopedia and then we have of course that 1816 I believe case where the girl was possessed and Zozo is one yeah. of the names of the demons there um. so yeah I mean like I feel like there's some background there's definitely some background there that solidifies it but I also yeah. wonder if that was in fact like it could have been all part of something
1: that he created okay so I think this is like a fundamental misunderstanding of of an egregore I think like okay so this could have this could be an egregore right That started way before him, way before him. Like people tend to use like the terms egregor and tulpa as like, well, he made it up, but that's not really what it is, right? It's if the concept of this demonic force, this you know source of evil, Zozo, has existed since Assyrian times, that's even to me, that's even more. That that makes it even more likely that it is an egregore because society after society has added this energy to it. Yeah. It's been passed down, it's been, you know, cross-contaminated culturally, back and forth, you know, over the over generations. Yeah, that's true. And it just it just slowly, you know, gains steam. And, you know, we know now that information spreads faster than it ever has right yeah i
0: mean we're in we're in the time where it can you know back then it wasn't as that wasn't quite the case right yeah
1: absolutely so now in you know the the early 2000s he comes out and starts talking about it it hits the internet and it gets more exposure than it's probably had since you know time immemorial yeah right so like of course, it would gain more power mm-hmm. if it was an egregor, right? It would probably gain more power since 2005 than it did in the previous 4,000 years. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's honestly the way I I'm leaning on this. Yeah, one, is that it's, and I don't that doesn't make it not real. No, you I know, agree, and, and that's yeah. We we can said be that. a force for evil through the minds of people. Right, right. right? I mean, time yeah. and
0: time again, we you know, we we say like that doesn't take away from it not being something that's completely real at this point. Yeah. But how much it's been influenced by this past by you know and, and like you said I think I think especially at the 2009 where he makes this post yep. and this becomes something that so many people start reacting to and sharing their own stories. It's like it's instantly building that, right? It's like it's hot yep. at that point. Yep.
1: It becomes exponential over
0: the i mean before that it's you know it's all done by word of mouth or old text and things like that i mean yeah. so it's a lot it's going to be very very much slower to slower to burn in that case right
1: yeah absolutely yeah it would like i said it it, ga- it probably gained more momentum in the 20 minutes after he clicked post than it had you yeah, know what i mean for a than it had time. ever before yeah.
0: Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. I mean, to me I I feel I feel like that's that's what a lot of this comes down to. Yeah,
1: I mean, I think like I think it existing culturally on a cultural level like that. Yeah. It th- makes a lot more sense to me than like an ancient evil, you know, outside of reality. But that's
0: also such a cool like oh, cool like I uh, know. you know, to have that is like even even some part of like this backstory of the lord of this thing yeah, is yep. just makes it baller like I yeah, love the idea of, of that but the end of the day you know I think they thought they were talking to Bond Scott and then you know maybe somebody's finger slipped I don't know it doesn't really explain like the movement of the plan ship by itself I mean unless at this point that thing had fully manifested and was it was taking form right but
1: yeah, I mean there's it's, also it's hard to say there's also a lot of information in our minds that that we're not conscious of all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. That can that can work through you and without you even really being aware of it.
0: Yeah, I mean that's true. That's definitely true.
1: Yeah. So, so I mean maybe he maybe a week before that he was in the dentist's office reading flipping through National Geographic and reading about, you know, this tribe. Where they're called, you know, where the witch doctors are called Zozo. Mm-hmm. And that was just in his head. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, that's
0: very possible.
1: It is. Uh, yeah.
0: And it's, it's weird how things like that can really influence literally the world around you.
1: Yeah. Everything.
0: hmm Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you you look at one thing or you're reminded of something. And that's, and that's how a lot of dreams are. Yeah, I feel like dreams are fashioned. Yep. You know, through... Agreed finding, you know, like all this random, random piece of information you might not even really focus on during the day or, you know, something that like builds its up in your, in your thought is just a passing thought, but it could become something that's more focused and like, you know, somehow finds its, its way back in, Yeah. um, you know, just because it's sitting in your subconscious at that point.
1: Yeah. Oh, I love it. I mean, this is where this stuff gets really interesting to yeah. me. You know what I mean? Agreed, agreed. Because it's it's, I think it's one of the most honest reflections of the human condition. You know, like there are so many aspects of being a person that we don't think about or talk about on a daily basis. You know, the way the the, the human mind is still a mystery, Mm-hmm. right? It yeah, does all that's kinds very of true. shit that we have no idea about.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing is, I don't, I don't like we're ever going to unless we can yeah. somehow find out how to. Utilize every part of our brains and then become absolute superhumans.
1: <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Which I mean, we should we should get started on that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they should make a pill for that. Wait, isn't that that what Limit, limitless is built around? I think so. Yeah.
1: But regardless, oh, I, I do. I, I
0: did the story. I think it's cool. I I love I love the name of it. I think it's just creepy as well. Um,
1: yeah agreed. You know, and that's it's kind of childlike. It is. You know? Exactly.
0: Yeah. And I like yeah. that. I, I you know, it's Me too. It almost makes it Um oh, I can I don't I don't know where I was going with that. But yeah, I just I think it just makes it creepier, but also it kinda adds like a sense of um the curiosity and childlike wonder and whatever else you know like but at the same time being very naive right <laughs> okay yeah so like yeah. i'm trying to build this off and i'm gonna cut all this out because that's not gonna work yeah but regardless okay. like that's where i was trying to go with it
1: yeah it's very like it's eerie right because it's like childlike but it's also super creepy right exactly so it's you have that juxtaposition there yeah. that makes it eerie and just yeah
0: putting it together makes it just something that's really cool
1: and I, yeah, I, I thought it was I a great nice
0: story i mean Especially the fact that there's been so many other reports, you know, since then of this name or variations of it. And so, you know, again, if it's if it's not something that's just been manifested over the years and built into what it is, then we might be looking at a full blown demon ancient demon. Right. (laughs) Yeah, I like it. I do. I do, too. Awesome. Well, I think that's going to wrap up episode 94. The Demonic Zozo House.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. From the bottom of our weird, possibly alien, maybe ghostly, probably cryptid hearts for listening. We absolutely love having the chance to discuss all these wild creatures and events every week. And it's your continued attention that allows us to carry on. We want to
0: get to know each and every one of you. So please come and check us out on all the socials. At campfire.tales.podcast on Instagram and Facebook. At campfire.totsau on Twitter. And you can also visit our website at campfirepodcastnetwork.com. If you love the show, please rate and review it. It's what truly helps us continue bringing your weekly dose of the strange and unsettling.
1: And a special thanks to Greg Martin at Reverent Music on Instagram for his contributions to the beautiful music that you hear every week under the debrief. You can find more of his tunes at reverbnation.com slash reverent. It's fantastic, fantastic stuff. Go give that a listen. And that's it. Until next time, I'm Ryan. I'm Jordan. And remember, campers, stay weird and trust in the unknown.